What up, nerds? Welcome to Movie Deck, the biggest podcast where we talk about all the most popular theories with movies. I'm joined here by my friend Luke Sands, Hello. and today we're going over four more controversial theories. The first one with The Office, the second one with Star Wars, and the third one, Avengers, and the fourth one, the Willy Wonka, which in my opinion is my personal favorite. <laughs> so the first one, I'm going to head over to Luke. So, The Office with Kevin. Yeah, so there's a recent theory going around that Kevin, if you've seen The Office, you all know that Kevin is the office dum-dum. Doesn't do anything proper. But in the series finale, when Dwight goes to a bar to get Angela, we see that Kevin owns the bar. So if Kevin was so dumb from The Office, how was he all of a sudden manager of a bar? And, like, he didn't act dumb for attention. Like, yeah. he really, like, yeah, he, he was, was straight up dumb. He was mentally retarded. <laughs> But, I mean, I see what you're saying. Um, there definitely is something. I mean, it, it's a TV show. Yeah. But there's definitely something going on with, like, he can't. He couldn't have opened and run this bar all by himself. Or maybe right. he acted dumb so people would feel bad for him when he did something dumb. So now he owns this restaurant making the big bucks. And they're over here like, yo, what you doing, fam? Yeah. But, the second part of the theory is that he stole money from Dunder Mifflin. So he took a bunch of money, fudged up all the numbers, and just had all this stored money, bought into the bar, and owned that specific bar in Scranton. It's an interesting theory. That's the first. I mean, he could just been playing it dumb the whole time, yeah. just so that people will like cut him some slack when he does stuff that's dumb, yeah. and so that, to give the producers a good laugh. Um, but then here he is, doing money fraud, stealing the money, and then opening this. Or he could have just been a smart guy all along, and he... Took some business courses outside of his work hours and <laughs> finally developed the skills to buy the bar. Yeah, and one of the really um, big features of this theory is if you've all seen The Office in, I don't know the episode or the season, but in one of the episodes, Oscar tries to get Kevin fired and he takes a report from Kevin and gives it to Toby to try and get Kevin fired. That's so, that's pretty bad. That, that's a low point right there yeah. when, you're, when you're in that in life and you're at that low. <laughs> yeah. So at the end of the episode, Oscar feels bad and he realizes he made a mistake. So he takes the report back from Toby. There's a whole nother theory that all three of them are frauds, but we haven't written that down. So <laughs> that's for next, that's for next time. Yeah. So after all this intensive research, <laughs> <laughs> would you call this theory true? Or is there something more that people haven't seen yet? I say true because yeah. I think that there's like, obviously they um they wanted their viewers to, because any good show makes you question the show. Right. So I think, yes, this is a true theory that he was stealing money from the, that place that he worked Dunder at. Mifflin. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, what, what do you think? I think that it's true as well. Because it, all of the plot holes with the bar and the theory line up. There's a few that are kind of misaligned, but mostly all of them line up. So I'd say it's a pretty true theory. And I agree that there's definitely, there, there's something that's missing that kind of like makes you go, oh, yeah. he was hiding the money in his, but um, <laughs> but yeah. So that Toppy has been confirmed. Toppy? Topic. <laughs> the next one, this one is from the 70s. So, Star Wars, 
Han Solo, here's the theory. When he was frozen in cryogenic sleep. Carbonite. <laughs> this is the expert here. Go follow him at Luke Sands 42. Five. Luke underscore Sands five. Okay. Uh, it'll be in the description. Yeah, I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not like a season pro or anything. Um but yeah. So he had this dream while he was asleep and while everyone else was off doing their own thing. Uh, which Actually, side note, they weren't doing much to help him. I just realized that. (laughs) They were were like, like, oh, well, he's gone. Um, But he had a dream of Indiana Jones because if if you look at the timelines, that movie came out in between when he was frozen and when he emerged. So that raises the theory. Was he safe? Was he drinking? Was he dreaming of it during the uh, thing? What what do you think? Cryo sleep. So I would definitely say that it's possible I feel like George Lucas would be the best person to ask about it. It could be all a coincidence, but I feel like it's a pretty good theory because maybe they had this idea for a while, but right when Empire Strikes Back, between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, the first Indiana Jones movie came out. And a lot of the sounds from all of the Indiana Jones movies are sounds that you can find in Star Wars. Well, it is, it is the same director, too, so he might yeah, have just so liked just... the sounds and used them again. Yeah. Um, so I'd say it's a pretty good theory, that it could totally be true. What's your opinion on this? Um, I, say, uh, I say no, because uh, they're two entirely different franchises. They both cover highly different topics. Um, just because they have the same director might lead people to think, oh, wait, this is a sequel or a prequel of this. Uh, he had this dream, and... He might have, I mean, A, it's a movie. Um, it, I think it's a huge coincidence that it just came out in between those two movies. That was a, an era of, like, action-packed yeah. Rambo. And, like, it, it's probably just a misconception. People think, oh, it's the same director. It's the same film company, Lucasfilm. It has to be the same series. So I say no. <laughs> so after our intensive research, that still goes on. The question remains, did Han Solo dream of Indiana Jones? Next theory. Uh, this is one is my personal favorite of all three. <laughs> um, was Avengers Endgame really worth three hours, three hours of me and- sitting on that seat that I will never get back? <laughs> three hours and two minutes, to be exact. Yeah, I looked at the time. Uh, real quick, the answer is no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> End of theory. I, I think that if they had like um, Endgame Part 1 and Endgame Part 2. Infinity a- War was Endgame Part 1. Well, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, in, in the Endgame movie, if they had, like, sorry, part two and part three, um, because then, because the whole series is pretty, is close to five hours, and A, uh, each hour, on average for movies, is close to $10 million for each of those things, right. to just just to shoot, uh, let alone wages and everything. So that, A, was a, it made us some pretty big box office earns, but um, it definitely could have been split up, and uh, also they could have put a lot more time into perfecting it with the extra time that they would have had um that one scene um with the when thanos um got um how do i say this without being flagged french revolutionized um that was really um surprising to most viewers and when i saw it i had a kid behind i had a kid right next to me and then he started crying i'm like kids should not cry over avengers you can like hey are you telling me you didn't cry during stark's funeral i mean uh, no no not stark not stark thanos I know, but you said you shouldn't be crying over an Avengers movie, so are you saying that you didn't cry at Stark's funeral? Even, even though this is off topic, uh, the answer is no. Uh, I felt that it was his time to go, and uh, <laughs> they should focus more on, like, um, 
like Black Panther. Anyways, um, so yeah, the theory that it was not worth three hours, uh, I say yes because it they they if they extended it outwards, then they probably could have put some more time and effort into making the movie better. <laughs> it made more money because it was those two movies. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with it was worth all three hours and two minutes of time because the first half of the movie was everyone dealing with the blip, I guess, as they called it in Homecoming or in or Far From Home or in Infinity War, The Snap. There's so many movies that get confused after a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'd say it really shows all the character development after The Snap. Like, Stark has a kid. Um, Rogers goes on to... What does he do? He becomes a... America's ass. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. What does he do? He's like in that group therapy or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. He was with like that uh, like the, redevelopment thing with like yeah. PTSD or something. Yeah. And Natasha didn't do much. Just, just, just a side note. Um, just Stark did not need to have a daughter. That was just there put in by the directors to make you feel sympathy <laughs> for the family. Like what? Like what benefit do you get from having a daughter? A during half the world's gone. And B, you're trying to fight this guy. It's not a good time to have a kid. It's like, <laughs> but um, Natasha didn't do much because Natasha sucks. She just stayed and talked with the other members of the surviving. She just chills in the corner with her lipstick, like, mm, yeah, all, we all gotta start. take this guy down. Stark, <laughs> yeah. do all the work. <laughs> yeah, um, and then Hawkeye. I feel sad for him. His whole family got snapped away. So his revenge scene is. 100% worth it. It was really action-packed. It was awesome. And Banner made both parts of him into one. So that was confusing, but it happened in the comics. It so. kind of defeats the whole purpose. It's yeah, like, of him. It's like, you won't like me when I'm angry, but now you can just say, I don't like you now. But <laughs> um, Yeah, and the first Avengers, he goes, you're like, how are you going to get angry? And he's like, I'm always angry. And he's all like smug. So if you're both Hulk and Banner, what are you going to do? And I agree, like, it's, like, it's, like, um, every time, maybe he has, like, a constant rage that, like, <laughs> half the world's gone. That's, like, half of his fans and half of his income. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, okay, but back to the actual theory. Yeah, back to, <laughs> um, before we start talking about characters. Uh, I think that we can all say that it probably could have been a little bit less. I it, mean, it, it, it had its moment. It had its moments. It was a little slow in some parts, but, like, if they Definitely. could have cut those parts down, um, it was a great movie, nonetheless. It was an yeah. awesome movie. They totally could have cut, um... Black Widow's character arch. Yeah, in my opinion, it probably could have been two movies, or in this case, three: Infinity War, Endgame, Endgame Part Two. Well, yeah, but, but with Endgame Part Two, if you cut it right leading up to the action, or like after they get all the stones, that's gonna be like a huge piss off to all the fans. Like you finish right there, everyone's gonna be like, "I'm, are you kidding? I'm not even gonna go see the second part." Well, I mean, you you have to go see what happens. Yeah, but we waited long enough. We waited a whole year between two movies because I saw it in grade seven. Nothing happened in grade nine, and then I saw it in, or nothing happened in grade eight, and I saw it in grade nine. Yeah, and that was so. Yeah, if yeah. it had waited, if it was split into two parts, that would be worse because I, I waited a year for this, yeah. and you give me a second part. If for a fifteen-year-old, that's a long time to wait. <laughs> fifteen. I'm fourteen. But yeah. Um. Okay. Wait. You're fourteen. Yes. Oh. Okay. Um. But yeah. So. That I mean, first of all, um, it's very impressive that they made uh, like that good of a movie in one year. That's like get up at six, we go to bed at twelve. It's like <laughs> we have a whole day of shooting. Ahead Fun of us. fact about Endgame: they filmed both Infinity War and Endgame back to back. Really? Yeah. Huh. Cool. 
imagine that it's like it's like one day it's like i'm gonna kill you then, then the next day it's like please don't kill me like, <laughs> okay so i'd say that that's probably worth two parts of the movie finally <laughs> willy wonka uh, first of all, that movie was my childhood. <laughs> I loved how four grandparents shared the same bed. <laughs> <laughs> and then Uncle Joe got up when something needed him. Or mm-hmm. When they didn't even need him, it's just benefited him. And he's like, oh, hey, I can walk now. My one issue with that movie is that kid, uh, he he didn't even spit out the candy wrapper. He just kept on eating it. What kid? I, he was the um, bigger one. Oh, August, Augustus? Yeah, when, when he ate the chocolate bar, like the ticket was still there. And he didn't go, Pleh. he went, hmm, something's off. Oh, well. It's like, show a bit more emotion. Yeah. Uh, so here's the theory. Willy Wonka is a murderer. Did you have to? Did Just I have to whisper? Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, so if you look at all the evidence of the movie, Willy Wonka, there's a theory that he is actually a serial killer. Yeah. Because the theory is that all of those kids' deaths were staged. Yeah. And a lot of people, their main stance is that in one of the later scenes, the car that they're in only has four seats. And there were how many? Six or eight kids that went? There were like six that went. Yeah, six went. And four of them were killed off. And then it was just Willy Wonka. Two were killed off, sorry. And then it was and then it was just Wonka, the grandpa, and the kid. And then there was like the there was the other girl and her mom. And then like that. So something happened to them. That was a long time ago. Um, but a lot of the deaths seemed like they were pre-planned. Like what are the odds that as the kids enter the factory, the chocolate sucky uppy process starts? (laughs) Chocolate sucky uppy <laughs> That's going on a t-shirt. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, like when the tube comes down and then all yeah. the chocolate starts getting pumped up and then the kid, uh, by some mischievous, mischievous reason. circumstances fell in and it was like, it, it just seems too much of a coincidence to be true. Yeah. Um, and also, um, personally, I, I love the one with the blueberry. I mean, that one, even though it's a kid dying, it still gets me. What? I mean, he didn't die, did he? No, he didn't die. No, she didn't die. She just, like, I think it just popped her. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) They, like, they took, like, a syringe, I think, because if I remember from the movie, they, like, sucked the blueberry-ness. It was horrible CGI. We can all agree with that. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think they actually showed it. Oh, her blowing up. Yeah. (laughs) It was like, Mama, what's happening? (laughs) But, yeah. But, yeah, I think that uh, all those deaths, and and I love this, um, were pre-planned for the kids or disappeared. Well, none of them died. No. We just didn't see him again throughout the movie. Yeah. We assume they died because those circumstances, turning blue is not something that happens naturally. <laughs> We're getting sucked up into a chocolate pipe. Yeah. That was the best chocolate. sentence I've ever said. <laughs> chocolate sucky uppy process. Yeah, like, it, it wouldn't make sense, like, if they planned for all six of the kids to make it through, why are there only four seats in the end? It's yeah. Like, in, in the car or whatever it was. Yeah. What, what, what vehicle would that be called? A car or a... I think, I think it was a boat. I think they went to the boat. Because, yeah, they went to the tunnel. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was, like, really yeah. weird. Okay. So, he was he was a killer. Yeah, totally. 100%. Yeah, because that hat, no one can be real like, if that hat on. <laughs> yeah. Imagine the, imagine the headlines. Willy Wonka, murderer of six <laughs> children in a chocolate factory. <laughs> and have to recall all of his products so that there weren't, so that they could make sure there weren't children flesh in his chocolate. <laughs> Or worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's worse than children flashing your chocolate bar? Fried rat. Okay. <laughs> uh, l- let's go back to the topic. Yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, I think that actually that theory is actually true. What do you think? I'm agreeing with you on this one. It's very coincidental. I think that's a word. That I think it is too. Yeah. That all of a sudden, 
Augustus and his mom get sucked up in a chocolate tube. I know his mom didn't, but still. It's called the sucker-upper. <laughs> the sucker-upper. And then there's just randomly four seats. And all the, like, singing and dancing. This is a movie, and I know we're prodding at this, but still. This is movie theories, dang it. And all the dances were, like, super choreographed. Like, they started at exactly a perfect time and ended at the perfect time. So mm-hmm. I think Wonka was like, this kid's going to die, that kid's going to die, this kid's going to die, Charlie's and his uncle is going to be left to live, and I'm going to try and get Charlie the factory. But, like, here's the one thing, like, it was the kids that got the golden tickets got to go. Yeah. But they wouldn't have gotten the golden tickets because only the factory knew which chocolate bars had the golden ticket. Right. Because uh, there was something about, like, on the back of all the chocolate bars, there was a serial number. And I think it was the one that ended in nines. Any nines that had the chocolate bar, if you look on the back of the chocolate bars during the movie, it should have a number. Uh, I think it was in uh, the second frame of when the kid was being interviewed and he holds it down by his waist. It shows the serial number. Um, And actually, the props are really good for that. But then the bank tellers, or not the bank tellers, the um, shop clerks would have been on the plan to get rid of these kids by kind of talking about sure. Go grabs the secret one yeah. instead of the normal ones and gives it to him, and then he sets him up for failure. Yeah. And yeah. also, I'm just going to say this. I know this is off topic, but still. Grandpa Joe is a jerk. <laughs> he sits in bed for, like, basically the beginning of the movie where the family's, like, in poverty. And then Willie's like, oh, hey, I want a golden ticket. And he's like, haha, I can walk. We're <laughs> going to the chocolate factory. I love how it's like, doesn't, like, he get offered the whole factory at the end? Yeah, he's, like, the whole factory. Imagine the grandpa, like, do it, Charlie. I'm not going back to that four-person bed. Family. You got that from Family Guy. I did get that from Family Guy. I'll Shout out to Family Guy, not no. sponsored. I'll, I'll do it if you want, pushes. No, it has to be the kids. <laughs> yeah. Maybe By the way, you should all go watch intent. Family Guy. Not sponsored. We're just huge fans. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for your 18 minutes <laughs> of just, uh, us talking about movies. And so. then random laughs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, someone put that on a t-shirt. Chocolate sucker upper. <laughs> yes. Send us a pair. And- so, see you later, nerds. Until next time.